Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are live from Wingstop. This is the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. We are at the 50th and O location today. Of course, this is our final segment, but you can come out here all day and get uh, delicious wing stuff. Uh, try the new chicken sandwiches or just go with their traditional wings. Whatever your choice may be, uh, we'd like to thank Wingstop once again for having us out here and, uh, of course, sponsoring our show every day here on The Captain and the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, before we uh, before we wrap things up, I did want to take a look into the past, uh, the first few games of Nebraska and Purdue in the Big Ten. Uh, but I also did note this... Uh, uh, from Tom Deanhart a couple hours ago, um, of course, uh, formerly of the B- of BTN Network. Uh, now he covers Purdue uh, for goldandblack.com. He noted defensive back Chris Jefferson is expected to miss Saturday's game against Nebraska. The fifth-year senior is fourth on the team in tackles with 17. He also leads the Boilermakers with five pass breakups and has two interceptions uh, so far on the year. So now... Uh, Purdue without one of their best uh, cornerbacks to go up against Nebraska. That should uh, favor Nebraska a little bit uh, as uh, maybe Trey Palmer can get going a little bit. All right, there we go. Pass the ball. Problem solved. Don't run it. Just pass it. We figured it out. They're missing missing their top corner. Pass the ball. Let's go. (laughs) Rico, when you you think of Purdue – I guess the way I was trying to try to debate this. Of the divisional opponents for Nebraska, Mm -hmm. in my own head, I was trying to think, who is the least – Rival, I suppose. Who is the one that gets you least uh, excited? Uh, I think it has to come down to Purdue or Illinois because you've got trophy games with Iowa and and Minnesota and Wisconsin and Northwestern's got some. You know, there's always great games and the yeah. the, the, the Hail Mary and well, the Ireland was, and all that. I mean, I was going to say Northwestern. Were you really? I was. I was. Even though they play close games every single time, which I hate and I despise playing close games against Northwestern because you never know because Pat Fitzgerald's a good coach if he's going to pull it out <laughs> at the end or not. Um, I was going to say Northwestern is the least least rival just because it doesn't ever seem like their fans are hostile towards Nebraska fans and they're never never really see a Northwestern fan tweeting it. The, the most Northwestern hate for Nebraska you'll get is the talking heads on ESPN since all of them went to Northwestern apparently. Right. That's the most yeah. Nebraska hate you'll get from Northwestern. Other than that, the fans don't say much. You never get any tweets. You never get any of that. Uh, Illinois, Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, you get all that. Like you just said, you were going to say, you have the trophy games with Iowa and Wisconsin and the unofficial trophy with Minnesota, which is the best trophy. <laughs> the best trophy, um, yeah. And then Purdue and Illinois. I, like Purdue just seems like, and this is going to ruffle some feathers maybe, Purdue is what Nebraska was trying to be with Scott Frost, the passing team in the Big Ten, the the team that, you know, we're not going to run the ball, we're going to pass it, and we're going to, you know, make you spread out all your big bodies in the Big Ten and and see what you can do and never really materialize. And then Illinois just, I don't know. Like, there just seems to be something with Illinois. I I can't put my finger on it. It just seems as if it's – they're kind of like a Northwestern where – for a while, you were playing close games with Adrian Martinez. You're playing close games, and he seemed like he was having his best games against Illinois, regardless of, of the score. Um, and then with the addition of Brett Bielma, the most hated man uh, <laughs> in Nebraska uh, for his time at Wisconsin and what he did to the Huskers oh, in yeah. the Big Ten Championship game, um, I think that kind of adds fuel to the fire. And also, their stadium is also Memorial Stadium. So what's up with that? Yeah, they can't do that. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> take that. 
So yeah, it's North, Northwestern. It's just like Northwestern's just kind of there. Like I know you play close games, but they're just kind of they're there. Yeah, I, I that, that's fine. I think everybody probably has their different answer, but I think it probably just comes down to Purdue, Northwestern, or Illinois. Um, for what it's worth, Northwest or excuse me, Purdue and Illinois um, haven't been. You know, they weren't part of the legends and leaders. They weren't no. part of the legends group, so they were kind of new. Um, what do you what, the, the whole thing divisionally there? If they were going to do, excuse me, geographically there, if they were going to do divisions, was they're going to have to split Purdue, Indiana, and I believe Purdue, Indiana is still the only per, uh, permanent crossover the Big Ten has um, between divisions. Uh, so that's kind of interesting note as well. I just wanted to look back uh, real quick. We'll do this a couple in the next couple of days, just kind of look back at the first couple games in the Big Ten. Uh, Nebraska in 2013 defeated Purdue 44-7 to uh, in their first game in the Big Ten. You remember that one, right? I mean, it was uh, very memorable. Which one was it? I'm just kidding. It's not memorable at all. That's, <laughs> I was like, that's I was a like, problem which, which game? I'm very confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. 5-1 Nebraska defeated 1-5 Purdue 44-7 despite a 6-of-18 for 43 yards and three interceptions performance from freshman quarterback Tommy Armstrong, who was replaced mm. by Ron Kellogg the third in that game. Uh, this was Darrell Hazel's first Purdue squad, which would finish 1-11. Mm, just Hazel. another reminder. They should have never fired Danny Hope. Uh, <laughs> I've always been a big Danny Hope or guy. Or they just should have, should have never hired Darrell Hazel. Well, that is uh, for certainly true, <laughs> uh, as we'll see out here in the next couple games that I go over. Uh, 2014, another day, another struggle against that Purdue defense for Tommy Armstrong. Nebraska would win 35-14, to uh, but Armstrong was just 8 of 21 through the air for 118 yards and a touchdown and two interceptions. So I guess that was kind of the kryptonite for mm. Tommy Armstrong. Was Purdue. Purdue. Purdue Pete uh, just looked him in the eyes, and it just threw him off his game. Uh, see? That's what it happened. That, that, that <laughs> darn Pete. Uh, he did finish with 70 yards on the ground. Kind of the storyline in that game was Amir Abdullah uh, was out most of the game with a knee injury. If you if you remember, his uh, his senior year kind of got banged up. It was in this that game. That was that one where they were on the goal line, and they definitely shouldn't have run him into the pile. They ran him into the pile. He messed up his knee. He was yeah. never the same after that, and it ruined his Heisman campaign. You're absolutely right. He came into the game third nationally, I rushing at 156 that. yards a game. Damn it, Bo. Uh, <laughs> the one thing the I way, can never forgive Bo for. Just that one thing. That's it. Everything else is up fine. Well, people forget, too, that was a string of Nebraska's best player would always get hurt under Bo their senior year, whether it was Jared Crick or Rex Burkhead or Amir Abdullah or, oh or, right. or Taylor Martinez and Tommy, Tommy Armstrong. I mean, I think that by the way Tommy Armstrong's senior year was Mike Riley, yeah. but it was just a string of them. You can't, by the time you're a senior at Nebraska, your body's just beat to hell. <laughs> you're just going to get injured. That's how it works. You're just going to have to accept uh, it. Which I don't think is talked about enough for under the you know for the bow excusers. Uh, by the way, Austin Appleby, if you remember that name, uh, that game was just ugly because he was eighteen of forty six. While Tommy struggled, he was eighteen of forty six. Nonetheless, uh, number fifteen Huskers improved to eight and one. Uh, the final game I wanted to go over the two thousand fifteen game. 55-45 to 45 loss on Halloween to Purdue. People remember that one because oh, it felt that. like rock bottom. Uh, and it felt like, hey, you know, how are you going to go back on this Mike Riley hire? Uh, Purdue improved to 6-26 uh, and 26 under Daryl Hazel with that win. 2-18 and 18, uh, with that win under Daryl Hazel. Uh, just wasn't very good. Luckily, uh, Riker 5 did have a good game, at least to make him competitive toward the end. Four touchdowns, four picks for him standing in for Tommy. Either way, that felt like the bottom. Next week, Nebraska dug their way out of that hole. They beat Michigan State. Uh, of course, top 10 Michigan State the following week. So at least that feeling didn't stay for Boiler long. Boilermaker bloodbath. We have a sounder <laughs> for that. 
Oh, we do. We for do. For that game? Yeah, for that one. I'll play it in the happy hour. You guys can all listen. I'll find it. All right. uh, we got 10 yeah. seconds. That's a good tease. All right. Well, we'll, we'll I went to ticket water cooler tomorrow. Happy hour coming up next. Thanks to Wingstop. Come out and grit your wings and chicken sandwiches.